New weekend, new episode. You're listening to Cool Wit with Sophie and Nathan. On today's episode, we have a special guest star. This guest star just celebrated his 30th birthday. So he's ancient. If he had hair, it'd probably be gray. He's well-traveled. He's been to Thailand, Cambodia, Singapore, Mexico, Brazil, Mordor, and even survived a home field New England Patriots playoff game in a Jacksonville Jaguar jersey. At beaches and swimming pools, he has been commonly misconfused with Bigfoot, Sasquatch, the Yeti, and a slightly taller version of Gimli from Lord of the Rings. When he cooks food, Chef Gordon Ramsay is the idiot sandwich. But I can only imagine he's too busy to start his day with anything other than a cigarette and two cups of black coffee, and probably finishes it with a beer and a bowl. If your local dealer is dry, it's probably because our guest star lives in your city. But all you really need to know about him is that he drinks bush beer for the taste. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, it's the father of Artemis and Apollo, it's Zeus. All right, well, we got you on Cool Wit. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's an honor to be here. Been having Apollo the show for the last two, three years, <laughs> uh, weeks. Very, very pleasurable joining you from uh, everybody's favorite highway, I-4. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, it's great to have you. Let's start by you telling us and the listeners back at home a little bit about yourself. Yep, so hey everybody, Zeus, you know, down here in Florida, enjoying the uh, relatively nice weather compared to yesterday. Not so, not, uh, not quite as bad as the rest of the country, thankfully. <laughs> I had the fine pleasure of uh, growing up with uh, Nathan here. Thankfully he ran to Sophie. Uh, thank you, thank you. So that's been, that's, been, that's been nice. I wish them all the best, even though they're freezing their asses off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, We're uh, not in uh, Florida uh, anymore. Jacksonville, which is kind of, uh, <laughs> a lot of people don't really know a lot about Jacksonville, I feel. You know, it's kind of an enigma. They know we have a football team and that we're a decently sized city, but that's really about all. And uh, I think Jacksonville really defines a lot of who I am as a person. Define uh, really great friendships and a lot of great relationships throughout my life. Um, not just Jacksonville, but Florida in general. I had the pleasure of kind of moving around a little bit and spending my my adult years spread out across Florida and in different scenarios, different spots, and meeting and learning, getting a chance to just kind of explore the great state of Florida. So Jacksonville, Gainesville, Orlando, uh, Ocala, which was probably one of the weirder ones, and now Daytona Beach. Yeah, we talked uh, about this a little yesterday. When you lived in Gainesville, it might have been Orlando, but you had a you had a ponytail when you came back and visited Jacksonville. <laughs> Ew. I think that's where I was at Boston. It might have been. <laughs> that must have been the dirtiest ponytail ever. <laughs> I look like Severus Snape. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Wendy Peppercorn. Was that your lifeguard name? That's the from The Sandlot. You ever seen oh, that movie? Oh no! I didn't. And the squints. He's like this real, 
nerdy guy and he's got glasses and he like he's like in love with her and he's like i'm gonna jump into the deep end and he doesn't know how to swim and then she has to pull him out and do mouth to mouth and he like wakes up and kisses her oh yeah did you have any scenarios like that did i no did you save any lives skin starts burning. <laughs> yeah. So this was the This was the Jewish Community Alliance. Are you uh are you are you Jewish? Uh I'm not Jewish. So how'd you get that job? Did you rake it in with the tips? No, I didn't get any tips there. Oh, that, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you should always tip your lifeguard. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the JCA.
Yeah. One of my favorite jokes actually came from there. What's the difference between a light bulb and a pregnant woman? I think there's a lot of differences. Um, you can unscrew a light bulb. Oh. <laughs> oh. Nice. I, that's pretty good. That's. Yeah. Speaking of over tipping, we went to this uh, restaurant uh, the other day. It was like a kind of a Valentine's Day dinner. We I was gone for Valentine's Day, but when I got back, we went out and. Uh, it's a cool restaurant. It's called F Street. If you come to Anchorage, we'll have to go there. It's mm-hmm. it's really cool. It's like, uh, I was telling Sophie, it's kind of like Patty's Pub from It's Always Sunny or like uh, McLaren's from uh, How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a pilot. It's like a pilot bar. Like it's like there's, it's got like all this, like these aviation stickers from all over, but it's, it's really cool. It's like the inside, it's real small. I'd say there's probably like, what, no more than like 50 seats. And that's yeah. like including like spots at the bar, right? And then they have like, they have a bar where you can like order drinks and it's it's like a, you know, a, a square bar. So it's like in the middle and then there's seats around it. And then there's, there's only, I think there's one, two, there's five tables, right? So that's like all you have for like food eating. And then, well, that's not true because then there's there's also another bar and it surrounds the chefs and uh, you can sit there and watch them cook. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then, so we, you know, had to wait a solid like probably 20, maybe 30 minutes before we sat down because it was just so busy. And then finally we get a seat and uh we're you know sitting down we sat by the chef he he was the one that came up to us and like you know on the other side and was like hey just let let me know when you're ready to order so uh we already knew what we wanted we'd been there before so mm-hmm. i got steam clams you got i got the beer battered halibut it's really good you should order that and then yeah Alaska in general? Well, that's um, I would say the majority of the food in Alaska mm-hmm. is just really like gourmet and good quality. Um, like I've had a, I've had a, a, a crab leg omelet before mm-hmm. and that is so good. You wouldn't think yeah. that, but uh, yeah, it, as far yeah. as... Yeah. It, it was really, it's, I highly recommend it. But as far as seafood, I haven't found like a really good restaurant that just does seafood. It's usually like there's just like really good restaurants and then there happens to be a seafood dish on the menu. But you know how like Gordon Ramsay is like, and he does like, is Hell's Kitchen where he does the makeovers and stuff, right? Or what's the one where he does? He goes and. Really sure, I know what you're yeah. About. So he has like a thing where he's like, you know, he's always talks about like if you your restaurant's good, you only need a few good things on the menu. You don't need a whole bunch of stuff on the menu. And th- that's why I like F Street because they like, you it's know, they Yeah, it's they on point a chalkboard. To the menu. Yeah. Exactly. And they only have like maybe 6, 7 things you can choose from, yeah. right? But we got like calamari as an appetizer as well. So all that came out to us and you know we ate that and then well i had to wait on silverware but mm-hmm. there's no uh there's no servers it's just two bartenders and two cooks so the yeah. the bartenders are the ones that are going around 
you know, getting everybody their drinks and what they need, um, and you can order through them as well. It's a, it's a classic Irish pub, like just simple, straightforward, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right. So finally, Sophie waves down the server and gets the attention of her. Yeah. And she's like, hey, uh, we need a, a fork because I didn't have anything to get this, the clam out of the shell with. Mm-hmm. And, then she like, and then she comes back, asks us for our drinks. And then, of course, we're like, don't have a menu. So we're like, um, we're not sure. And then she's like, okay. And then she just walks away. Yeah. Then like 10 minutes, 10 minutes later, she comes back and she's like, do you guys know what you want? And at this point, I had already seen her take, like, at least a shot behind the bar. Yeah. Like, in the corner where, like, probably no one could really see her but a couple people. And um, she, like, comes up to us and her makeup's, like, smeared around her eyes and stuff. She kind of looks like a crackhead. Yeah. Uh, her eyes are having a hard time focusing, like, yeah. on us. Like, she's kind of dodgy. Yeah. It's yeah, funny. Yeah, dodgy, I would say. Yeah. And then um, she's like, you guys know what you want to drink? And Sophie's like... Uh, you got a... Yeah, I got cranberry vodka, and yeah. then you wanted a... And I got a bullet bourbon with, with cherries. Cherry. Yeah, because, yeah, <laughs> you know, you let the cherries soak up in the bottom, all the alcohol, and then it tastes good at the end of your drink. It's like a little sweet treat, you know? Yeah. So... I've never done a cherry and bourbon, but it sounds good as fuck. It is good. It's like having a cherry Coke and bourbon. And then she comes back did probably... Did you anything else, any ice, or did you get meat with the cherry? Uh, with ice, yeah. Um... Yeah. Oh, have I done anything else with it? I'll drink it neat, and I'll drink it... It me when you're having it. Like, honestly, that sounds like a really good way to have, like, a, do a neat bourbon with a cherry. That, honestly, probably would be good with Bullet, because Bullet bourbon is very sweet. I highly recommend Bullet bourbon to everyone that listens <laughs> to our podcast. Oh, you think Bullet bourbon is sweet? I do, yeah. I think it, it has a... I mean, it's strong, but it has a it has a sweet kind of aftertaste um but it's it's also it's pretty bold i would say uh but but then she comes back uh well you should try it then she comes back like probably what 30 minutes later with our drinks you know we're like eating we've like finished this huge bowl of calamari by the time she comes back yeah and she brings so my drink was clear. I like asked for cranberry and vodka or cranberry juice and vodka and it was completely clear. So I was like, well, like, let's, I don't know what this is going to be. And, uh, it was like seltzer water and, uh, potentially and cranberry vodka. flavored vodka, but, no, but I didn't I'm, taste it. I didn't taste any, I didn't taste any yeah. sort of taste at all. I just, and it Nathan's was, drink had no cherries. Yeah, no cherries, which cherry. is which is a common thing. Yeah. I think a lot of bartenders will forget a cherry, but to and get one drink, I feel like they won't forget a cherry. <laughs> yeah, but it was packed, so we were kind of writing it off, and also we thought she was maybe a little drunk. And while we were waiting, she she was a lot of drunk actually. Yeah. She like started banging her tray. Do you remember that? Yeah, Everybody yeah. Looked we're at her we're in the waiting restaurant. for a table. Yeah. Yeah. So we already knew she was a little rowdy, but yeah. um, she kind of messed up our drinks. But we were like, she was still really nice, and yeah, I don't know. we were like, okay, whatever. And the food and was so good; it didn't even matter. Yeah, you take a bite into the beer, the beer battered halibut, and yeah. it just like falls apart in your mouth but like in a really good way it's still like yeah i don't know i I, you just have to try it it's just it's really good food yeah well we finish our food we finish all our food and then we're like you know 
waiting for her to come yeah, back I'm, to us. I'm done with my drink, but Sophie's yeah. was not good. So she, uh-huh. I think you ended up finishing it, I, but it just yeah. took a long time. It took a minute. But fortunately, it took a long time for our <laughs> server to get to us. So, But, you know, and then we had to get the attention of the cook. To get our check. We are like, hey, we haven't seen the waitress in a minute. Can you just like send it? We just want our check. Because we had been waiting for like 15 minutes, like after the food was done. Like, yeah. So. Now, is that standard service there or is that just like a one-off night? It was a pretty one-off night, I think. We've yeah. been two other times and it's it's usually. It's quicker than Yeah, that. very quick. Even if it takes you a while to sit down, usually someone is on it with getting you uh, food, but I would say that like if you sit by the bar, it is kind of like a sushi restaurant in that way where the like chef will come up and ask what you want. Um, and the chef was like really cool, really yeah. just awesome. He's like, like, sure, I'll find yeah. her. And he goes to the back to get her. And you see her like peek out and look at us. And then she like goes back in and then she comes out and uh, she's like, what did you guys have? Yeah. <laughs> We're like, oh. no, no. First she comes up. She comes up right to like. So then uh-huh. once we got the attention of the the cook, he's yeah. like, okay. And he, yeah, he went and got her. Uh-huh. And then when she came to us, what did she say to you? She was like, uh, I love, I love you guys or something. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Yeah. And she hadn't spoke to us all night. Yeah. She got us silverware <laughs> and, and barely got us our drinks. And she spoke to us like we'd been gabbing all night. Yeah. Like, you guys are awesome. It and, was funny. Yeah. And yeah. she's <laughs> like, well, you're awesome. I don't know about him. He doesn't seem that. He's, she called he you a seems dick. like a dick. Yeah. yeah. And I was yeah. like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's fair. But I was like, ow. I was like, I'm not that big of a dick. Like, you know. She was like clairvoyant. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Sophie's like, wow, you're amazing at reading people. <laughs> Just because she was really drunk. So I was playing along with it. Yeah. Her. Which Sophie's playing along worked out really well because back to where this whole story started was. Tipping. Yeah. Tipping. <laughs> so. She's like, okay, I'll go get your, uh, I'll go get your check. And she's like, what did you guys have? Just the <laughs> drinks, right? And like, she picked up the plates of food from us, so yeah. she had to have known that we had three food, plates three of plates. Food. And then we're like, well, we also got the halibut, the steam clams, and the calamari. So she's like, okay, but I'll she's be like right clams back. and calamari, and yeah. then she walks away, and we're like, we also said halibut, yeah. And she comes back. And the receipt has clams and calamari, not my food and not either the drinks we had. So that's like, I don't know, 25 bucks. Yeah, we... the, the total bill was $30. Which we, we had more than that. Yeah. yeah, which like the, I know the halibut's like 14, 15 bucks and the drinks, you know, bullets, I'd say top shelf. So it's probably yeah I was gonna say, yeah, probably yeah, probably about six dollars, probably six dollars a drink, so I mean, if you think about that, it's gonna run a little bit closer to fifty fifty five dollars, mm-hmm. right, but you know she comes back with this check and it's thirty bucks, yeah. and then sophie was you uh you like brought it to her attention well i it was so cheap, and she, she seemed she seemed so drunk, and I was like, I didn't want to you know 
I don't know. I felt really bad, my conscience. So I was like, all right, I'm going to try to tell her again because we told her everything that we had the first time. So it really wasn't our fault. Like we could have just walked away with that check. But I was like, okay. So I like called her back. I was like, we had two drinks and you forgot my meal. And then that's when she was like, I like you guys. And then she was like, you're nice. And then she's like, it's okay. And she like winks at me. And she like walks away with Nathan's card and then she comes back and it, all she made you pay was the $30. Like yeah. I told her, but um, so, yeah, she really liked us. Yeah. So then I'm like, I'm like, should I tip? Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly. what I said. I was like, is this a ploy? So she gets like tipped more or do you think she's just really wasted and yeah. just doesn't want to work with the machine to punch it in, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's exactly what I thought. So I was like, I guess I should tip like 50%, right? <laughs> like 30 bucks, $15 isn't even that bad. And then, uh, you know, but then I did the math and I was like, if I tip $15, that's just for the halibut. Like, really? Yeah. So then I ended up tipping $25 on a $30 bill. But just to be nice. Yeah. And also, we really like this place. And with COVID, I don't know. I feel like businesses are, I don't know. Yeah, just, I mean, she I mean, she doesn't have enough money to buy her cocaine. Like, we don't want so. F Street to close. Yeah, she did seem kind of sketchy. But I respect the hustle. Like, I, if I ever work at a restaurant, I would do that. You definitely do cocaine in a restaurant. Cocaine in a restaurant. Yeah. I mean, there were some people that walked in that looked like they could be dealers. Like, there was this dude that had, like, tattoos all over him and shit. You know, when the drug dealer comes into the restaurant and he's, like, talking to the cooks and he's talking to the bartender. Like, he, like, yeah. was, like, giving, like, dap to, like, the cook. And the cook is this, like, small little goofy happy-go-lucky like asian guy and like you know he's giving him like some like dap and like they're like chatting it up and he, he like had him do a shot yeah he took a shot with him and you know i'm like this guy could definitely be like the the restaurant's like coke dealer i'm sure you know i've seen the restaurant coke dealer before and he fit the description <laughs> so but and then i even i even was like when the lady hadn't come, I was like, we could literally just walk out right now. But, I, we could have dined and dashed yeah. pretty easy. But then I would be afraid to show my face in there. Yeah. And I like that place. So don't, don't kill the bar, up. man. Yeah. Don't kill the bar. This is a public service announcement. Do you have a loved one who's been affected by male pattern baldness? If you have a loved one who may be growing a ponytail and has not yet been exposed to an electric razor, please call 1-800-U-BALD. That's 1-800-Y-O-U-B-A-L-D. It's not too late to get your swagger back. You can't control your hairline, but you can pick up the phone today. All right, we're back from our commercial break. We're on the phone with Zeus, who is traveling down I-4 to Tampa. Is traveling currently at time 124 Eastern Standard Time on the February the... 21st. February the 21st. 21st. I-4 is backed up. And that's your, that's your daily traffic update, listeners. 
Let's segue into a topic that one of our previous yeah. callers suggested that we do, um, which is your most awkward or embarrassing moment. Uh, I was at the bar, this bar in uh, Orlando, Florida, and uh, I was chatting with this chick at the bar, and we ended up going out back behind the fence, or behind the building, and kind of like hit behind a tree. We're going at it, and this car rolls by down this back alley, and they're like, hey, can we join? And we're like, ah, uh, no. <laughs> Well, I guess it's fortunate that it wasn't a cop, though, and he yeah. wasn't like indecent exposure. Yeah. Here's your, here's your ticket. And um, what was the ratio? Like, three guys wanted to join in. Was it a car full of girls? It was two guys, and then uh, me and the girl. Wow. So it would have been, uh, it been about as proper of a gangbang as you could get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably more awkward. Probably more awkward for her than you, though. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It, that was definitely true. But it was just. It was. I don't know. It was a weird scenario. I. Uh, I think that was the first time I ever really had sex in like a public place like that. Like you know, I ducked off into a corner or something like. This was the bartender, or, or just a chick at the bar you met? No, just a chick that I've been talking with. We met at a bar. Or my roommate met her at a bar. Then she came and hung out at our house. And then we kind of started talking for a while. And uh, that night, just things got hot and heavy at the bar. We were hanging out. One of my favorite bars in Orlando, Craft Beer Place, right by UCF. Um, I'll leave the name out of it. If you know me and you know uh, Orlando, one of my favorite haunts is this bar. Disney. I've ever, I've yeah. Is that, did you have sex at Disney? Yeah. Would I? No, did you? Was Is this Disney? Epcot? Were you touring the world? Yeah, this quaint little bar. Was it Universal? or? No, no. I've... Uh, since you told an embarrassing story, I'll, I'll, I'll share my awkward situation. Which I think, coincidentally, you may have been there for. I'm not sure. Probably. Um, I know Carter was there, but... Uh, Clayton Zorowski, uh, you remember him? We went to high school with him. Yeah. So, you know, he was like the kid in high school that he was the guy that was like skipping school before anybody else ever did. He was like smoking weed before anybody else ever did. He was like this white kid with dreads and he would wear like Rastafarian shirts and stuff. He was just a very like chill, just kind of a not a great influence, but I think he shaped up into a much better person. He's like married now and lives in Pittsburgh. He so lost the drugs. He, he probably still does drugs. <laughs> yeah, we were we were like in ninth grade, and it was the Stanley Cup, and he's I think he's from Ohio, and it was the Pittsburgh, uh, isn't it the Pittsburgh 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 Penguins? Uh, they were, they were in the Stanley cup, which is like the super bowl for hockey. So he invited everybody over and his yeah, parents, people who we don't know hockey takes place in the winter time. So probably don't follow it. Yeah. And, uh, the Stanley cup is equatable to the super bowl or the world series for hockey. Yeah, exactly. Precisely. So his parents were out of town 
for that. And he invited all of us over and he was like, it's cool. My uncle is going to be there, but he's real cool. Like he'll like smoke with us. He'll drink with us. He won't care. He'll buy us alcohol. I don't think he did actually. I think we just used his, somebody did. I'm not sure. And then, so we all show up there and, you know, we started drinking a little bit and like, I hadn't really smoked. I don't even know if I had ever smoked weed. This may have been the first time I ever smoked weed, but we're over there. We're waiting for the game to start. We're like swimming in the pool. We're drinking, you know, I told my parents I'm going over to my friend's house and like, you know, uh, Carter and Zeus are going like, it's, it's fine. It's cool. We'll be with, I'll be with friends. But my parents in the back of their head were like, well, you know, I don't know this friend. So, you know, don't be surprised if we like, you know, come like, come check on you or something like that. And I was like, okay, mom, I'm like 15 years old. Like I can handle myself, you know. So we started drinking and I knew I, I like had had alcohol before. So I was like, I kind of knew what I was doing then they rolled like a J or something and started smoking. And he was like, you want to hit this? And I was like, I'm going to wait. Cause I just got here. It's only been like 30 minutes. And I really just want to wait about like an hour or two just to make sure my parents don't show up. Well, long story short, I got, I got, uh, peer pressured into it. And I just was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll do it anyway. So I smoked. Next thing I know, I'm like high as shit. And he's like, here, try this, uh, try this plum, you know? And I'm like, what the fuck is a plum? I didn't even know I had not even had a plum before. Bite into this plum, super juicy, awesome. I was like, damn, is this just because I'm real high or is it like actually taste this good, you know? But anyway, then there's a knock on the door. There's a knock on the door and then like his uncle opens it, comes back and he's like, hey, your parents are here. And I'm like no, no way. And he's like, yeah, they're here. And I'm like, no way. And he's like, yes, they are here at the door. Please go open it and talk to them. I like open up the door and my parents are just like looking at me. And I was like, I'm fucked. (laughs) And then um, they were like, all right, come on. You're coming. You're coming with us. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah, so that was that was my like super awkward uh, experience. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a tough one. Yeah. I, I don't know if folks ever did that to me. I only ever showed up anywhere I was at. Once I was old enough to go somewhere and do shit on my own, they're like, all right, cool, see you later. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, my parents were, uh, they were worried about me. Yeah, makes sense. <clears throat> what about you, Sophie? I do remember on my 21st. Boys get into trouble more than yeah. girls do too, I think. But Nathan was at my 21st, and thank God he was, because I don't remember leaving the bar. The last thing I remember on my 21st, and I say this to everyone because I think it's funny, but I, like, all night until, so my birthday was on ladies' night, so I was drinking until, like, 11 for free. And then uh, once it was like 11, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to order, like, purchase myself a real drink because I'm, like, actually 21. 
and I like go up to the bartender and it's like this girl and I'm like oh I like I'm new here what should I order and she was like well I usually get tequila and I'm like great like I'll have one of those and then she's like do you want a single or a double and I'm like I want a double and then I don't remember anything after that I said double and then I think it just all went black and then there was a picture of vomit on the side of Nathan's old car and that was all me. I saw that on Snapchat the next day um, but it was pretty wild and Nathan saved my life yeah. and you had to carry me. Yeah, I can fill you in on what happened after everything yeah. went black because it did not go black for me. <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, oh, you were on top of the world. Like, you were just, like, yeah. wired, you know, because you had been drinking. But I know you, and I know you're wired, and then the next minute, you're yeah. on the ground asleep. So <laughs> I was like, I think we should slow down, yeah. you know? And you were like, let's, I want to go to the next bar. And, like, you wanted, I think we were going to go to Palomino's, which is, like, a pool hall. And uh, and then and then you were like, all right, well, I just want to finish this last drink or whatever. You know, you take that shot, and then I'm like, okay, let's go. Like, and and then I was like, let's probably not go to this bar just because like I foresee this being very bad if we go to another bar. And we like started walking down the street, and then your body just like, oh no, you you wanted me to carry you. You were like, "Well, you can you give me a piggyback ride?" And I was like, "Yeah." So I, I put you on my back. And it's like it's easy to care, give someone a piggyback ride when they're conscious, but like all of a sudden it was like the weight shifted and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm going down." And then like I like tried to catch myself, but like we fell on the ground and I was like, "Are you okay?" And you're just like <laughs> And I'm like, uh, Sophie, Sophie. And you're like, yeah, yeah, he made a face. Just like, she, it wasn't cute. Yeah. Yeah. But the most important thing is that there was just a pause when I asked her anything because there was nothing going on. No response. I had to pick a dead body up off the ground. <laughs> And my car was like, at this point, we parked at like the courthouse, which is across the street from Palomino. So I probably only had to go realistically a block or like half a block, but yeah. And when you're carrying, and when you're carrying a dead person, it feels like a marathon. I got you to the car and like, all right, I'm, we're with our buddy, John. And he's like, trying to get the door open and like he opens up the door and I don't know if you've ever tried to fit a dead body inside of a space like a door frame in a car but they don't bend the way that you would expect them to like I just could not I was like all right I'll grab her upper body you get her legs and then like somebody was walking by all these people are probably thinking like this girl is like going to go home with us and get raped or something like, you know, it looked really bad. I think it looked yeah. really bad. And I wouldn't be able to wake up and corroborate yeah. that I knew you guys. <laughs> but instead, this guy walks by and he's like, hey, you guys need help. <laughs> and I'm like, that's comforting. And I'm like, I'm like, no, man, I'm, we're good. I, I, We got this. And like. But, like, you're, like, throwing up, um, and, like, it's just a disaster. Like, you're throwing up on the outside of the door. Like, you're just, like, I'm, like, all right, I got a bucket. And, like, you're just, like, not even holding on to the bucket, just, like, throwing up. 
And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And and then like, finally we got you in the car and like, I gave you like, I, you like was, had you had the bucket in your hands, but you like rolled down the window to try and throw up out the window. And like, it did not go out the window. But I'm not sure if we waited in the car until you were a little more conscious to get you into a room to go to sleep yeah. or if John came and helped me carry you. I think that's probably more realistic. Well, I know I woke up in John's bed, but you were sleeping next to me and John was sleeping on his couch. So I think we... Okay, so then, yeah. Then and we there went are pictures to of you guys yeah. like, on John's couch for my birthday. Yeah. Or, well, technically your birthday. <laughs> That was pretty crazy. Uh yeah, we we train like that. We uh just like fireman carries and stuff, but even still it's like, you know, if if they're you want to get them off the X as fast as possible. So if they're if they're you typically you want you were hoping that they're conscious, you know, if they can you want to keep talking to them, like, you know, assessing them, make sure they're good, and then move them. So if they're conscious, they'll be a little bit easier to carry. If they're, you know, like, just celebrating their 21st birthday, it's going to be, it's going to be a pain. So. It's true. My 21st birthday, I did a uh, car bomb with my dad at Bonefish Grill in uh, Gainesville, off Archer. It went down and it came right back up and I puked into my hands. And I held my hands over my mouth so it didn't like go everywhere. Spray into the bathroom. Were you already drunk before or were you just like, this is terrible? I just, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know why. Like, I don't know if it was just something I ate or something else I had drank. I think I had something different. I think I'd done a shot of tequila and I went and did a car bomb or vice versa. And it just, it didn't go well. Yeah. You know, I just I mixed a couple different liquors and like my body just hadn't been hadn't been acclimated like it was uh, in future years where I was able to drink like eight different liquors and ten different beers. Yeah. You know, a gallon of liquor a night and it was whatever. You know, classic college shit. But uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys both know this, but the viewers don't. But I like the one of like the first times I got drunk was uh, yeah. So we're trying to make it look like we're not drinking all this booze watering it down a little bit to, you know, making it look like we're not actually yeah. using any of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, you know, toasting after every shot. And then I think it was like going on to shot number 13. I was like, 13, yeah. I was like, I got to go to the bathroom. And like, I just like ran in there. Cause I was like, you know, I, I felt like I was going to like, shit myself or like throw up and I run in there I like sit on the toilet oh god I gotta go to the I'm just going diarrhea and then I'm like oh no I think I have to throw up and there was no trash can in there and I had already locked the doors and I was already in too far and I could not wipe my butt and throw up like so I was like yeah I'm like rushing to wipe my butt and then I'm like oh I can't hold it and I had to like get off the toilet turn around and then I'm throwing up into the toilet that I just like pooped in and then I'm like oh no it's coming out the other end and then I had to get back up and I was pooping and then I was like I gotta throw up again <laughs> and then I'm throwing up and then next thing I know I wake up and uh I'm like you know you on the side out. I'm on the side of the toilet and like 
I, I, I'm like, oh God. And I like flush the toilet and I look at the rug and it's like this pink rug. And there's just like specks of like brown all over it. And like inside my pants is just like coated in poop. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, what, what happened? And then I like, I like walk out of the bathroom and it's like, it's almost like morning time. And I'm still like just totally hammered. And um, so I like threw away, I like bagged up my pants, just took a pair of Caleb's like uh, sweatpants or something, like Seminole sweatpants, put them on, and I like laid. Caleb's because they were Caleb's and Gator Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I, I just, I threw them on, laid down in bed next to you, I think. Uh, no, you came and got my ass out of the shower. Oh, were you dead in the shower? I was dead in the shower. You walked in, and you're wearing FSU pants. I remember putting my head around the curtain going, why the fuck are you wearing FSU pants? And you're like, they're Caleb's. I'm like, no, they're not. Caleb's a Gator fan. And then I finished, like... You finished what? The shower. And that's where... Wait, I'm sorry. You you broke, you broke up a little bit. You said you finished what in the shower? So whenever I get real fucked up, that's my safe spot. I end up in the shower. <laughs> Well, I don't think you're really supposed to throw up in a shower. I think that might clog the drain, but it's not a. It's yeah. better than shitting on the ground. So. Agree. We did all these shots, and so we we were on round. We were going to do the shot for round thirteen, and they didn't bail, and so Caleb and I are waiting for him, waiting for him, waiting for him, and he won't get out of the damn bathroom. So finally, we're like, "Fuck it, we're going to do these shots." So I swim my shot. I swim Nathan's shot. Caleb does his shot, and then Caleb and I go sit down and we're watching Jaws. I remember that was the night I texted you, I was like, Jaws drunk is scary as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I remember looking at that text and I was like, oh man, I missed Jaws. Yeah, you know, the night progresses, and we did all the shots like an hour and a half. And I woke up in the shower and Nathan coming in. And then I remember we all ended up in Caleb's bed, the three of us, like the three stooges. And his mom comes busting in that fucking bitch at like seven in the morning. Time to go to church! <laughs> yeah. I'm like, nah, nah. She's like, no, you're going to church. And we're like, no, we're not. And she's like, look, you can either go home or you can go to church. And we're like, no, we're just going to stay in bed. <laughs> and like, Kim's arguing with her, we're arguing with her. It's the most hungover I've ever been in my life. I think two days. I was still drunk. Yo, I, I was hungover. Your hangover kicked in like three hours later. I didn't. My hangover was so bad. I went home, still drunk, went laid down in bed. I had just, I had work. I or no I I yeah I had work and I was like uh, hey I I can't come in I'm I'm feeling I'm not feeling well I didn't want to go to work completely drunk so yeah called out of work the next day I wake up I can't open my eyes right now it hurts so bad I couldn't move in bed I struggled to pick my phone up and call work again and be like. Hey, I I can't come in. I'm pretty sure they were like, "Well, we can't. We don't. We need you to come in. We don't have anybody else to cover your shift." I just didn't show up. I was like, "I'm not. I can't do it. I can't get out of bed." That was terrible. Yeah, that was that was by far and away the worst I know of my life. But that's. I mean, I've I've definitely thrown up from drinking before, but 
I've never shit my pants from drinking, so. Well, until that night. Yeah, that was that was the first and only. So. I uh, I remember I was in Gainesville and uh, we were throwing a party and this is I was working at the YMCA down there as a life charge at the time. We were throwing a party. My roommates and I we were had a kegerator, beer pong up every night all night. Like if it involved drinking, we were involved. And uh, so we had this party, and we said the party was going to start at like 9 or whatever. And we didn't expect anybody to show up until 10, 30, 11. Well, 9 o'clock rolls around, and there's this kid who hadn't really partied much or done much. He shows up like right at 9 o'clock, and we're like, he's like, yeah, he said the party's at 9. We're like, well, yeah, we didn't supposed to show up at 9. And uh, so anyways, he started drinking with us, and mind you, we were drinkers. I mean, we, we put some beers back. And so he's drunk by like 10.30 and his girlfriend gets there and he's so drunk that he needs to go lay down. So I let him lay down in my bed. And his girlfriend's pissed off because he's throwing up and this and the other and I'm taking care of the kid. And so I check on her every 45 minutes, an hour, half hour, whatever it is. About 1.30 in the morning, I walk into my bedroom and this fucking smell hits me. And I'm like, there's no fucking way. So I shut the door and I go back out to the party. Everybody leaves, it settles down a little bit. I go back in there, I'm like, damn, this kid definitely shit his pants. So, because my room just smelled like somebody just dropped a giant duke, you know. And thankfully he was wearing clothes, so it didn't get on my sheets or anything like that. But I grab a towel and I go to put it underneath my, my sheets, so that way, you know, it doesn't get on my mattress. And uh, as I'm doing this, I'm going from behind him and trying to get under the covers underneath him. He wakes up and he's like, what the fuck's going on? I'm like, hey man, you, know, you don't have to get up right now. When you do get up, you may want to go jump in the shower and change your pants. <laughs> and he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you shit yourself. So this kid takes his hand in his boxers, in his jeans, puts it down there, pulls it back out, and is like, oh, man, not again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, not again. Too drunk to hold it in. We've all been there without a spare An extra pair of underwear I pooped my pants Oh no, not again mm, It doesn't have to happen again If you wear not again Not again adult diapers